Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Get ready for the ball with us. In this special two-part bonus episode, we begin with me standing naked in front of 18 of our friends as Tommy ties me into a rope corset to wear to the fetish ball. No glass slippers here. G spends time with some of our friends and guests talking about their expectations for the night. Back at the sex part, as you can hear from the background noise, we are recording right now through a pre-party before a fetish ball. We have a lot of previous guests and some new people here as well. So we're going to jump in and out with a couple of questions to people as we do this, and we'll see how this goes. This is a bonus episode, so whatever happens, happens here, but we're just going to have some fun. Um, so Nessa, this rope work happening to you, is it putting you into subspace? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. Fuck him moving. Do what I say. Wait, Tommy's wiping sweat off his forehead. <laughs> Something is happening here. So tonight's going to be the first time that a lot of the people here are going to a fetish ball. So we're going to ask a couple questions about what they're expecting to see, what they're expecting out of this, and just see, because this is a first time for Nessa. I've been once before, but... It's, it's, it's going to be an interesting night for a lot of movies. All right, Echo. So this being the first time that you're heading to a fetish ball, you were telling me during dinner that this is kind of what got you into this. Yes. So when Falcon and I were talking about whether or not we wanted to go. We saw the trailer and for this event mm-hmm. and as I turned it off afterward and looked at him and I was like, this is not our scene at all. And it really isn't for the vast majority of us here. Yeah. And, no. and it's one of those, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's experience it and see what we're looking at. Yeah. When I said, this is not our scene at all, his immediate thought was, and what he said to me was, we don't have to go then. It's fine. That's a, if it's not us, it's not us. Like we can find something else to do. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. The book series that I read, this is that. I need to experience this because this is exactly what brought me into the thought of lifestyle and swinging. But and now I, that being said, what is this that you're talking about? Oh, the series that I got into, which is super smutty, um, very easy read, very fun to read, by the way, was the Blasphemy series by Laura Kay. Okay. And it is a sex dungeon run by several masters and there were certain rules that were part of it um like one of the rules is i would call any of the masters they like they have special cuffs that they wear and if you were a master of the club i would call you sir g but to call someone sir is only for your dom Okay. Each master had a specific sect of 
BDSM that they were really into. There was a rope tying person. There was someone who was really into masochism. There was someone who was into deprivation. So a lot of blindfolding and um, sensory deprivation and different things like that. And each book went through one of those masters and things that they did. And I loved it. So to know that we're going to an event tonight that goes through rope tying and has BDSM and really has like what we have attached to our club that we go to sometimes, but it's really like, that's the focus. That's the hero. I am so excited to be actually a part of that. Okay. Yeah. Nick, uh, <laughs> Nick and Elizabeth, I'm going to let you describe what you're seeing Tommy do to Nessa over there. <laughs> okay. Well, he's tying her up in the most artful masterful way I think I've ever seen somebody get tied up. Not that I've seen a lot of people get tied up. It's art, for lack of a better word. It's erotic, sexy, and it's just amazing to watch. Nessa has a light blush to her right now. She definitely does. That she normally doesn't have, and she's being a little bit more shy. When we got back from dinner, all the girls went and changed. Yep. But she sat there in her dinner outfit waiting and waiting. And Tommy said, I'll just sit here until she's done being shy and ready to start this. And finally, after about a half an hour, I said, okay, we just get over here so we can get on with this. <laughs> Somebody had to finally tell her, you're yes. done being shy. Yes. Take your clothes off. Yep. So... And and she just did like a wink and a gun, so I think she's done being yeah, shy. Yeah, she's, she's winking and gunning everybody right now. So right now she has ropes wrapped all the way around her midsection over and over and over and over and over again. I'm seeing about 30 ties around with a nice set of knots on one side that go down to a holster. Yeah, a very nice braid going down her left and side. Everything is white except for her red thong panties that she's wearing right now. That everyone in the group voted yeah. because yes. she, yeah. right, it was between black and red, and we all yes. said red. The, there was a resounding red throughout the whole <laughs> yeah. room. Yeah. Because then that would mean red pasties, so she'd be the queen of hearts for the yeah. night. Yes. Yep. All right, Nick. This is a very new event for you tonight. What are you expecting? What what have you pictured this event being as you walk into it? I, I imagine a lot of leather, lace, chains, um, debauchery to a limit. You know, obviously, it's a public space, so you can only do so much. I haven't gone online. And, and this will be different for all of us because we're all used to going to the club. But this event has a very specific no nudity, so you have to wear something covering... You, they they say wear as little as you'd like, but be sure your special parts are covered. <laughs> so there will be a lot of pasties and yeah, no, I, I, haven't, and I haven't looked at any of the trailers. I haven't looked online. I only know what uh, Echo described it as, and I'm like, well, that's I'm excited for her because like I, I'm a fan of fictional books, and like to get to live in one of those for a night, yep, sounds amazing. So I'm super so excited for her. Me. We have another couple here that hasn't been on the podcast yet, but Mike and Melissa are here, and they are also very excited to do a future episode. Mike, what are you anticipating out of this event? Have you been to anything like this before? Absolutely not. Okay. This is going to be a first for, uh, for me, for sure. And what are you envisioning out of this? Well, I'm envisioning lots of leather, lots of extremely hot people, yep. and a new learning opportunity. 
And I will say, you guys have both dressed apart as you're both wearing fishnet tops. So I'm very impressed because I waited till the last second to look to see if I could get something overnight at an Amazon, and no, I could not. So, so, so I'm stuck in just a black long sleeve t-shirt and jeans. So I feel I'm going to be very overdressed for this event. Between Melissa and I, I am definitely the prissy one. So okay. the outfit, I have to make sure that's taken care of first. Okay. We're always down for for the new experience. From my vantage point right now, this is going fantastic. And now, as, at dinner, you were actually very excited about seeing Nessa get tied up because this is something that you're very curious about and wanted to see how it works. So are you taking notes? And is this distracting enough that I'm interrupting you while we're doing this? <laughs> Well, I'm trying to go back and forth between yep. this discussion and watching. And it's, it's weird. You're going to miss one thing, and next thing it's, oh, wait, hang on. How to get to there? Yeah, I'm worried about that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been into being pushed out of my comfort zone, trying new things. Mm-hmm. I, I like being uncomfortable, right? So I know nothing about this, but, man, it fascinates me. It does. And, and I'm in the same boat. And after watching Tommy do this several times now, it's... The first time he did it, we went home and emailed him, okay, what ropes do you have? He told us about the Home Depot ropes and all that, and we started trying. And I finally decided, you know what, I'm going to leave this to the professional because we didn't have an end game once we got her tied up. You, I don't think you need an end game for no, she and, tied and up. No, and I agree. Right? But it was one of those, okay, she's tied, now what? And <laughs> I think that part will work itself out. And it does. I really like watching that. <laughs> Have we talked about the effort that he's going through so far? He, I mean, he has asked for a towel to dry off. So, <laughs> I mean, this guy is working. Everybody else is having fun. Just hanging out. Yeah, oh, yeah. He is working but hard. But you say he's working, but he has been looking forward to this for about three weeks since we said, hey, are you guys going to this uh, fetish ball? Because we'd really like to do this. And he jumped all over it. I mean, I start sweating when I get excited, too. But... <laughs> He's putting in the effort. Yep. We have another couple here, Kurt and Court, who I imagine will be on the podcast again soon, but they have arrived. It. Excellent. Have you guys been to anything like this before? No. No. Okay. And it's been fun watching you do a little fashion show going back and forth on your outfits, Court. So that was good. And I'm glad you settled on the one that we all picked, so... I was definitely, I appreciate it. it was unanimous. Yeah, there, there wasn't any, I don't even know why there was a question to begin with, but <laughs> it was definitely, okay. What are you expecting out of tonight at the show? To just have my jaw dropped the entire time. Yeah, yeah I want to see some cool stuff, some <laughs> yeah. cool outfits, yeah. some cool demonstrations. It's, and we already are seeing it. I mean, this, it, it's, I'm going to be honest, it's very distracting trying to do this while watching this, yeah, yeah. and it's like, I feel bad. It's like, I know you're talking to me, but I'm looking over here. Sorry. <laughs> Great sight. So you guys are all doing a way better job than I am so far. I'm definitely more distracted. <laughs> it's and and I will say that this is actually going better than I thought it would. What part of this kink community are you guys into? I'm really into the B in BDSM. <laughs> So you like the idea of being tied up and Oh yeah. I like I like the ties. It's it's like really impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's beautiful, it's a lot. Art. <laughs> yeah. Definitely art. I did try to turn the temperature down in here. I I did not turn the heat on like she normally would have. <laughs> well there's a lot of people in here. It yes. looks like hard work. Also. There are 19 people in here right now, which is a new record for the sex department. So, yay, everybody Yay. here. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, Kirk, do you have anything that falls into the BDSM scene that you're into? Recently, I've been into a lot of rope work, okay. a lot of knot tying, you know, and I never really thought I would be, um, but I, I really enjoy it. I really like it. Yeah. So I, I found that to be like a new thing to hyper focus on. Okay. A little bit. So this is actually working out perfectly for yeah, you to yeah, be able to see this in person. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah, I like that. Awesome. He was super excited when I told him that she was getting this done. Yep. Yeah. When we came over, he was like, oh, hell yeah, we're all about that. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing at home and stuff. I like it. Okay. I was telling one of the other couples earlier, I actually own a t-shirt company, and I have a mannequin torso that I kept in the basement, and I haven't really used it in a while. I take photos to post and whatnot. And he recently decided to steal my mannequin torso, oh, yeah. and he's been practicing all kinds and, of knots and tying. People might laugh, but on our mannequin as I look stuff. online, that's exactly what I see. Is that's they practice and go over and over and over again. And people are like, "That's genius! Yep. You have a mannequin torso that you can practice on whenever you want." Whatever. <laughs> Amazon friends. Yep. Okay, I like it. And I have to ask you more about your t-shirt company later. We we're gonna we have some talking to do. Yeah. <laughs> We have some events coming up that we'll be announcing in two or three episodes from now, but we may need some t-shirt help. So I've heard. I'm yep. excited. Elizabeth, you came down. All right. This is definitely a first experience for you. Yes. And this is no motorcycle rally, but have you looked into any of this? Because you're one of those I do my research. So I... I, I was actually surprised. I couldn't find a whole lot of pictures online. I was expecting to find like outfits. It is and, difficult. Yes. Yes. I'm excited because I want to bring home some ideas. I like to, you know, I like to sew. I like to crochet. Okay. I like to craft. I want to next year. I'm already oh, planning for next year. All this right. Is, I like this. I, you know me. I'm about reconnaissance. I, yes, I know. So I'm, I'm going I in. This is going to be a, a, a science project. I'm okay. going in and I'm going to study it. And I'm I like gonna, it. I'm going to come okay. back with some ideas. You're just for, warming up for next year. I like I am, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. Yep. Something to look forward yep. to to the end yep. of uh, season three. Like yep. That. Okay. All right. <laughs> I wish your audience could see Nessa's ass right and, now. And there, there will be pictures posted online of this oh outfit. Oh my so. God. <laughs> like, it's incredible. Right. Like, <laughs> like it, it actually might be the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, in, I've seen Nessa's ass. It's Hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah, like a little. I just. I mean, we appreciate you, Tommy. Yes. All your effort is appreciated. It's. And I, another thing people can't see is. Is, um... <laughs> and Tommy just motorboated NASA, so it's. I mean, there are perks to his jobs. <laughs> As Mike said, you know, Tommy's working here. He, he's wiping sweat from his forehead. It is, Dude, again, is more, like I said, this is the most people we've had in the sex part before, so it it is not the coolest it's in here. Not, but it. I mean, he's working hard. <laughs> is he gonna? Oh my God! Is this gonna be a crisp? Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's totally worth being this hot to be able to yep. watch that. Yep. It's yeah. totally worth it. God. Did you spend 10 years on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Falcon. Good evening. This is also a first for you. You have not been to any sort of fetish ball or anything of like that, correct? Correct. correct. 
Nessa has her arms above her head as Tommy oh. is wrapping the ropes around her breasts and making an, oh, I cannot wait till you guys see these pictures because this is going to be worth it. it. And, oh. and poor Tommy, he has to like, you know, just make just, sure it's fitting just yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, he's like, got to line up the rope perfect. perfectly. It's, yeah, yeah. Yep. It, it is a work of art. It I, is. This is. I've always been enamored by his work. What are you looking forward to at this event tonight? Oh, I love the variety. I mean, just bring it all on, right? You never know what the next person is going to bring to the table and the next person, the next person. So I just can't wait to see how this all goes. How are you doing, dear? Okay, good. All right. I like it. <laughs> just wanted to check in. It's She looks so relaxed. Yeah. You actually. have, so Nessa, you have the most beautiful blush going on right now. <laughs> it, it, it is surprising that it's lasted this long because usually it's like, okay, I'm fine now. But no, you're... <laughs> this is what they mean the enf with the embarrassed nude female this you are literally in a room full of while most of the women are scantily clad you are the only unclad one as we speak so this again is one of my porn fetishes so i'm, I'm not too heartbroken watching this and i'm gonna have to say this is this is beautiful this is what a wind up for the evening and, that, and that's kind of what i was hoping for that this yeah. would kind of ramp things up a little here and i I don't even know if we need to see anything else tonight. Like, <laughs> I, could, I could go home completely satisfied. Yep. Feeling like we had an evening. Yes. Oh, okay, now everything is white, and Tommy just ripped, pulled out a thin black rope that he seems to be... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what is he doing? And he's going to add a little color to this. this is, it's funny that as this happened, their whole room just kind of like, wait, that's a new color. It's <laughs> a smaller <laughs> rope. What are we doing? It was almost like a sporting event. We're all like, oh, look at that. Beautiful move. Beautiful what a move. Shot. What a shot. Good stuff there. I, I really don't know what to think. A sports game. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> There's no losers here. No, no. We, we, the score is fun to fun, and we have all won. That is for sure. Absolutely. Okay, also, Tommy's bag is a toolbox. Yes. It's an actual toolbox. Yes. It's a husky Now, toolbox. when he came here to record the first time, he brought that bag with him. We just sat down and recorded, and we actually recorded for like almost three hours, so we didn't have time to do anything with the bag. So I was like, shit, he needs to bring that bag back here. So this is the first yeah. time he's gotten to come oh, back with the bag, and, and I am not disappointed in what came out of the bag. So No, he's an artist. G, what are you most looking forward to tonight? Uh, we're, we're watching it happen, actually. <laughs> so, you know me, I'm a people watcher. And just sitting at dinner watching the people walk up and down the street that we could tell were going to this and not going to the baseball game. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to just seeing what happens tonight and how it goes. And I really can't wait to hear what everybody around is enjoying because this is brand new for just about everybody here and i yeah. i really like being able to experience new things with people so speaking of new let me jump in here with a question please do all right we talked about some of the expectations and the rules tonight my question am i gonna have to wear pasties to this thing tonight no amazingly the male nipple is ex perfectly acceptable here the and, worst it's so sexist it's so sexist echo and i are actually gonna sign a petition we're, we're gonna have i i have i have freely supported free the nipple, free the org. nipple. by all means absolutely yes and write your congressmen and women and whatever and let them know <laughs> nipples are nipples and we all have them. I mean, I'll volunteer to wear your pasties for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a 
gentlemen. Now, Elizabeth is wearing pasties tonight, and she came out with a set of little crystal pasties that matched the top that she was wearing. And then in the other hand, had a little crystal pineapple pasty set. And again, that she perfectly (laughs) flipped, and so they were upside down pineapples. I mean, she's a professional. What do you expect? Yeah, this is true. This is true. And the room, once again, unanimously, everything that people have asked to vote on tonight has been a unanimous decision. There's been no borderline here. And all the ladies look fantastic tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, this is this is like heaven. This is winning. This is great. And he just kind of tugged her across the room and she scurried right there and there was... Well, she kind of stumbled to regain her balance. She was caught off guard for a second there, but then took a deep sigh that pretty much said that she really liked it. And then she blushed. Yes. Her breasts look fantastic. I am yeah. very eager to touch them a little before the pasties go on again. <laughs> I think we kind of have to pass those around the room just so everybody can enjoy them yeah. pre-pasty because I don't know how easily the pasties come off. They may be stuck on the rest of the night, and I don't want people to miss up. My eyes keep getting pulled a little higher than that black rope right now. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. Oh, was she wearing rope? I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, there is rope right there. <laughs> Craziest thing ever. And forgot why we were here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is fantastic. Oh, oh, that's right. We got a party to go to. That's yeah. So like I told you guys, I really wanted to learn how to do this. But I can't tell you which way he turned the rope I, once. Yeah, I, I have been watching the vast majority of this, and I still have no idea how the braid came down the side. And as Ness will tell you, it's not my job to know. We already have somebody that does that, so we're, we're good. <laughs> We're going to need to borrow the mannequin <laughs> that the other couple was talking about earlier, because otherwise, I'm never going to be able to actually study this. It's amazing that we're all just sitting here staring at her as she's doing this. <laughs> yeah, there's microphones in front of her face, but who fucking cares? That's... <laughs> but have you noticed that the bashfulness that was at the start is just oh, melting she, away yeah. by the yep. minute? Yep. Like, she, she now gets she's used to it after a while. And... Look at that smile. Yeah. That's what I appreciate about Nessa. I, I am in that boat with you. Did she know that she loved rope play before you? Is this something that you brought to the relationship? No, it was always a fantasy, but I never knew that I liked it until Tommy tied me up the first time. This is very interesting because she is sitting in the middle of the room, standing, I guess, in the middle of the room. Oh, the sex apartment? there are 17 people that all are facing this direction as she's doing it. And, and we're having little side conversations, and people will sometimes turn their head, but they're mostly just standing there watching it. Honestly, what I'm really looking forward to is when the ropes come off and just the marks that will be everywhere. Yeah, is I didn't be, think about that, but yeah. yeah. I'm like that tactile person that'll run my finger all over a tattoo and kind of trace it out, but this is just going to oh, it's gonna be fun. Although I kind of wanted to keep it on while we're playing, too, but now that the panties are wrapped up in there, I don't know how we're going to do that, but... Oh, I mean, I have scissors. We'll you have scissors. Out. I was just going to say that. You have scissors. Yeah. She's not that attached to him, I promise. She was gorgeous before we started this, but she is totally her zone right now. Mm-hmm. I like, totally yeah, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Wa- totally just agree. watching her breathing. Uh-huh. And now, now is oh, this, look at her. Look at that yeah. smile. Oh, yeah. We also have another new couple here that I'm really looking forward to getting in because I've seen you guys at the club occasionally and I cannot wait to hear some of these stories. Anyway, Bex and Boone are here. You guys have been to a fetish ball before, right? No. No? No. Wow. Okay. That's, see, I knew, We're private I knew perverts. Tommy. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I like this. 
we saw you guys walking down the street while we were having dinner, and you were probably parading up and down the street in your outfit. And that is one of the things that I like about you is you are out there and you're like, fuck it, this is what I'm into and that's what I'm doing. What are you looking forward to at this event? It takes a lot to surprise me. Mm -hmm. I come across probably as... Pretty sweet, pretty nice most of the time. For the most part. Right. <laughs> but I enjoy things that are taboo. We both enjoy things that are out there, that are weird, that okay. are, for all intents and purposes, disgusting. Oh, okay. Now, so you, you've taken that level of me looking forward to you guys doing your full Oh, no, we're awful. And now I'm no, like, no, no, no. cool, they're my people. All right. No, we are... We are Depraved human beings. Absolutely. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, and not, see, Nessa's been very focused on what she's doing, and she just heard that she turned and just had this smile on her face, like, "Oh, this is going to be good." So, typically, where people find their boundaries is where we find our start. Okay. And so, it has been difficult for us to connect with other people. I can see that, but we enjoy things that are, I think, outside of most people's comfort. Okay. What are you anticipating seeing tonight that would be pushing that boundary for you guys? So for me, I think that uh, in our society, we tend to see women in more submissive roles. And while mm-hmm. I enjoy a submissive role here yeah, and there, well, I, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> tend to be more dominant in every other aspect of And I heard you say life. that earlier tonight, and I was like, wow, okay. Oh, no, I After seeing you tied to that St. Andrew's Cross, I was like... That's new for me. Okay, well, um, A+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being in a submissive role is something that is... Uh, new for me. Playing in a submissive role to a female is something I'd never considered before, but I feel very comfortable with Rose, who I met through Hunter. I feel like in order for me to be a better dom, it's important for me to also understand what it means to be submissive. It also gives me... Again, I got the Nessa ears perking with, oh, dom, huh? Okay. I very much enjoy being dominant to most men. Okay. Very much. Okay, with that smile, I I get it. All right, fine. (laughs) You win. All right. (laughs) Pull my arm. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll play. All right. <laughs> I like to play. All right. We're talking. <laughs> but I'd like to see something that I'd never, that hopefully I, I don't see a lot of, or that is more within our comfort zone and outside of everybody else's comfort okay. zone. And I am going to be very intrigued to hear what fell into that category as I'm going to watch everybody else here be like, oh, okay, that's a bit much for me. I went to one of these 20 plus years ago and there was some shit that I was like, all right, good for you. But I know oh, I can't. Oh, i And, and See, now the last time I went, they were really getting into the hook suspension of just the, it was, piercing was huge at that moment. Oh, she's really big into piercing, so she doesn't have any tattoos, but she likes piercing, she likes needles. So we've we've talked about suspension with hooks. With okay. Now, see, my piercings. first partner had a huge it. piercing thing. Had a huge crush on her piercer, who happened to be performing at this event, where they put four hooks in her back, picked her up into the air, and swung her back and forth across the stage. And I'm sitting there going, "We can go." And she's like, "No, my God, this is amazing." This and is I for was me. Like, I, not okay, but like I said, where most people's like limits end is where ours actually like start. <laughs> We're going to test each other so fun. <laughs> Feel free to text me anything you'd like. I'd, oh, absolutely. I, I, you see if you could shock me because I, I, I don't I think am, I'll shock you, but no. like we're, we're like, we're very interested no, in things that for us, it's about experiences. We yep. care very little about penetration. I think that there people tend to be obsessed with the act of penetration, mm-hmm. whereas we're looking for experiences. We're looking for things that are new, that are different, that bind people together, that make them say, wow, I had this moment with this couple and it was different. It was interesting. It was something that I cannot replicate ever again. Mm-hmm. I want to be that bitch. And after 25 years in the lifestyle, I am at that point in my lifestyle journey where it's tough to find something new. And when 
you do, it's like, oh, wow, now that's a special one. Right. It's different. And I've had that moment with a lot of people in this room, which has been exciting. And it's even more exciting to watch that journey continue. And the fact that we continue to add friends that allow us to grow grow that way. So it's really exciting. I think it is chasing that high of the next thing that's going to perk your interest. It's going to be like, I haven't experienced this before. I haven't been... And if it's not for you, it's okay. And and if it's not for me, even that time, it doesn't mean I'm not going to shy away from it the next time. I I, I keep telling myself, I keep telling her, I'll try anything twice. Exactly. The first time, it might have just been an off day. Yeah, it was. We'll see what the next time. Exactly. And if it didn't like the second time, then the third time has to be really (laughs) good. The third time, I'm sure will be good. You're going to have to convince me not to do it. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I like the God, I really like you guys. And Nessa, having only been in this for a few years, is like, well, what the fuck do you mean? But she's she's starting to understand with my pregnancy thing and with just little oddities here and there that mm-hmm. are that, ooh, look at that. That's a little something different. That's what's exciting to us. When like I think that on at least one of our profiles, we talk about that we are interested in the taboo. Mm-hmm. So like tell us, what are you interested in? The most negative reaction you're going to get from us is mm, it's not for us. We're not going to shame you for it, but we definitely want to hear what it is you're interested in because I may also be interested. And if I am not, I assure you, I may know somebody who is, I I know a lot of very odd people. And, and I can't think of every idea either. So I want to hear the right. And there might be, and might that's the thing. It might not be my alley, but and I want to hear it so I can at least think of the next one that comes from us. And there have been times that I've been like, yeah, I've probably seen everything. And, and in the last three years, there are a lot of new things that I yes. have not seen. I agree so. with that a thousand percent. When you said where most people's things stop is where you start, I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking vanilla. <laughs> Like, I like you a lot, but like, you know I would be so fucking boring for you. People are afraid of me. People oh, are no. afraid to approach me. Do you know how to me? be attentive? I, you would not I be can boring. be attentive, yes. People are afraid to approach me. People are afraid to talk to me. Oh, like, shit. assertiveness. I, I, I'm very open about what it is, what I want, what I like, and I like assertive men. I now, like people who are not afraid to say what it is that they have to say. Now, this is a perfect opportunity for you to share a fun story that we didn't get to share on your Ooh. episode, Nick. At a recent Love and Bondage event, you were walking up and down the halls and came upon a room. Yeah, where this is a fun story. You know, I'm going to let you story. paint the picture from here. This is a fun story. So, um, yeah, it was a Love and Bondage night. We were just doing laps, just doing laps at our local club. I somehow ended up in the lead of our group of people. And I looked into this room and this woman was laying on the bed, just very seductive. And she like gestured to me that, you know, that gesture where she's like, come to me. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to go see what she's doing. So I walk through the door. I look to my right and there's a man on the St. Andrew's cross and his, Mm. his male junk is just bound (laughs) in a way that looked very uncomfortable to me. Um, He had the ball gag. He had blindfold on and nothing else, I don't believe. So like I walk in, I look to my right and I see this and I was sort of startled. And then she goes, flog him. And I go, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, not you. And apparently somebody had come in right behind me and she was talking to them. But I was just like, okay. And I turned around and I left. (laughs) So that's what level I'm at. Bex. I was so pissed. That's that where did. I'm at, Bex. You should have fucked him. <laughs> I, I didn't so want to. I said as much. 
I was so pissed we didn't get that story the first time. So I'm glad we were able to get that. <laughs> there in it time. is. That's a great story. I'm, I'm so. <laughs> You're bad boy. I'm disappointed too. You should show me what You're I did wrong. Too. You are a bad boy. I'm a bad bad boy. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable right now. You should be. I like, I like you so much and you I'm shouldn't. so fucking afraid of you. <laughs> I you hope that got on my... You oh, it did, and I am so happy that it did. Be. She I, shouldn't be, though. I, um, this is towards the top of my list of what I'm really looking forward to. Do you know that, that one Simpsons meme where, uh, what's his name, sitting in the back of the bus, he's like, I'm in danger. <laughs> that's me right now. Ralph, yes, it's Ralph. Rose is like Rose is. I wasn't sure. She was either Rose was either mouthing the words Ralph or run, run, run. She's like, you're way too vanilla for her. Get the fuck out. You're so damn cute too. Fuck. She's so sexy. So Tommy just finished with Nessa and Nate. Yes. I want to see her on her knees with her legs spread. <laughs> you tell her what you We're mean. looking forward to cutting your panties off later. That's <laughs> <laughs> I want to use the handles. Right? <laughs> you look beautiful. Absolutely. Gorgeous. All right, Tommy just finished. Oh, how nice. would you describe what you just put, Nessa, in? Because I have no idea how to describe before, this. Before, so it's all white poly nylon rope. In a corset, top corset, and what's called gunslinger ties. So the rope starts just under the bust, comes down the body back and forth, so it looks like a corset. And then on either side, there's rope ties that are connected to the corset. It, it looks phenomenal, and I just had you take some pictures because I knew your pictures would be of the exact way you wanted your art shown. So I felt that your pictures would be the right ones to put up. Thank you for I that. that. And Thank you. I will say you have definitely kept everybody here thoroughly enthralled through the last 45 minutes of time. That So well done. I'm thoroughly impressed, and you are dripping sweat right now. So I am. And it looks great. She's yeah, it's be, fantastic. She's going to be. This is a great tie because. It wear, it, it's actually comfortable enough to wear. I mean, there's a lot that you see. You know, like I've said when I've been on here, you know, if you look at the internet and these exotic ties and poses, that's an hour's worth of work with four people for six photos, and then they take it off. But this is actually some. It's actually wearable. It's functional too. It's so, beautiful. It looks really good. You have my attention for a good half hour. Yeah, it's beautiful. So. Well done, and it's appreciated. The good news is I don't got to take it off. Yeah, I was going to say, we have scissors. We'll figure it out. Or actually, I don't know when it's coming off, because I kind of want it on for a lot of it. The shoe's the ass. I would recommend recommend having it off at least by lunch tomorrow. Okay, that that I can confirm we will. I, I shortly, like maybe 10 seconds before we go to bed, I might be like, all right, you can take it off. But right until that, I'm about to go to sleep. She is smiling thoroughly, so I... Yeah, what's funny is because she started with, well, I just want to do the top, I want to wear pants. Yep. And then uh, once I started doing the gunslinger ties, she changed her mind. Nessa, really quick before... Okay, yes. Bex Bex is volunteering to put your pasties on, first of all. She's got it under control. I appreciate that. Pasty putter on her? Yes. So while she's doing that... You started this excessively nervous. I could tell Very, that for sure. Yeah. Having been standing there for about an hour now, how are you? 
I feel really good right now. Definitely a release of tension as the process. It was fun watching you transition from, yeah. I'm nervous as fuck, I don't want to get naked, I don't want to do this too. I'm really enjoying I mean, you started flexing your muscles at one point during that. Do you remember the um, Temple Grandin? Yes. I feel very much okay. in that headspace right now. Okay. Because this is cinched down enough that it's a snug Is it uncomfortable? Fit. or no, is not it... uncomfortable. Just a good now, I mean, snug you, fit. You've tapped out during Tommy's work, not from, okay, my orgasms are too much. It's been, okay, I can't feel my arms anymore. You're going to be good walking around in this all night and oh, yeah, going from there? Yeah. Nothing's uh, cutting off circulation in any way. Excellent. And that is hurts? fantastic. Yay. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. All right. Well, we're going to go to the fucking event and we may be back later to talk more. See ya. I have to say it was very weird not having you sit next to me as I was talking to people. I felt a little uncomfortable with you across the room and I noticed all my little nervous laughs as I was doing it because I didn't have my little safety blanket next to me. Uh It was different to be very much outside of the conversation. I had to be in the moment with Tommy versus in the moment with you guys. It was difficult to stand outside of the conversation, know that you guys were talking, but I couldn't really hear your full conversation. I was amazed as you were listening back to what we were saying, you were telling me, oh, Tommy and I talked about this. Tommy and I talked about that. You were five feet away from me. Yeah. And I couldn't hear a single thing because I had the headphones on and I was paying attention to what everybody was saying, but I was watching you very intently. I didn't even know you guys were talking. I just thought he was doing his work and you were just standing there nervously. Well, he had been serenading me with (laughs) Broadway tunes. We had several different conversations as we would hear certain phrases dropped when you guys were talking. Tommy would say something and we would go back and forth and have a little conversation amongst ourselves in reference to what you guys were saying. It was just a nice conversation as if I'm talking to somebody who's painting my nails or something like that. You know, it was just me and him in that moment together. I I really do feel it is a service you should have done every other week or so. (laughs) I I think that would be great. Maybe I need it. I think so. Now, we mentioned that there will be pictures of this outfit online. And along with those pictures, there will be links to the ASN Awards. Yeah. And the voting process there, where all you have to do is just tag your email address or anybody's email address for all I care. You can make it up. I don't really care whose email address you use. Just go ahead and click Hump Day Quickies for Best Content Creator and Best Entertainment Podcast. We would very much appreciate you guys continuing to do that because we know a lot of you already are. And the more votes, the better. We really appreciate any vote we can get. Now, moving into the episode. Before I could even start the conversation with people, Echo was jumping up going, Nessa, Nessa, is this putting you into subspace? There have been little things here and there where she's gotten herself into subspace doing some things at LMB nights. And she was very intrigued to know if that was happening to you. The actual rope tying itself was not putting me in a subspace for multiple reasons. Number one, this type of rope tying was not the type of rope tying that would put me in a subspace because it's not. it wasn't confining me to anything. It wasn't actual bondage in the sense that it didn't restrict me in any way. The thing that had forced me to get into my head in a sense of kind of overcoming something was actually the fact that I had to stand in front of 15 people naked and kind of be oogled at and have Tommy kind of, he wasn't pushing me around, but definitely very firmly moving me back and forth and Mm -hmm. different 
positions to get the ties. So that was a space I had to go to in my head where I could not think about the number of people in the room. And that was also part of me staying out of your conversation as you were talking, because I felt like if I was too involved in listening to what was going on around me, I would have not been able to enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. And I did find that as he built the corset, so he started under my bust and wound the rope down. And as he got lower and lower, kind of onto my belly button area, the cinched feeling of the ropes, the snugness, the way it hugged me was actually a very releasing tension kind of hug. And I mentioned the Temple Grandin thing to you at the end because I suddenly felt that, oh, I kind of understand how thunder shirts work for dogs mm -hmm. when they're scared in a thunderstorm. It was like that sensation. It was a release of tension because I had that tension around my waist and around my lungs and all that. But as far as where my head was, it was mostly a, I have to tune out the room because I was just nervous having to be in front of a whole group of people wearing a teeny tiny thong and nothing else and then being tied and, in and You're 100% right. You were being oogled at the entire time. I could tell every single guy and a handful of the girls were picturing what they could do to you with the handles that were now on your thighs and the way that they could move you around with the rope. And it was definitely the train of thought of a lot of people in the room. So you went around and had asked everybody what they were expecting to see at the fetish ball that mm -hmm. we were going to. And what was interesting to me was that a lot of us were fetish ball virgins, right? Like we Everyone had but not been. Tommy and his wife had not been. So and you, right. And then they actually had brought a friend, so... 15 Correct. of the people in the room had not been. I found it very interesting to hear their thoughts about what they were walking into, very much like when we ask our swinger friends when they first have walked into a club, what was their first initial reaction and, and all of that. And I got a lot of those senses of a lot of the people here, and me included, were really prepared to see some like really freaky Out of this shit, world right? shit. Like, <laughs> and this is a spoiler alert, and we'll dig in more to what we saw in next week's episode when we get together after the event. Yeah. It's funny. We all could not have been more incorrect about what we were expecting to see. I just kind of ha was taken aback a bit listening to your conversation about, oh, yeah, we were expecting to see these off the wall, pushing boundaries, just really crazy things. Yep. It really was just a how your imagination takes you so far. And that's a fantastic point about people's first time into a sex club. Mm -hmm. We all were like, all right, fetish night, it's going to take L&B to the fucking extreme. Right. And I think L&B perfectly prepared all of us for this event. <laughs> And just so people know what you're talking about, at our club, they have a love and bondage night, which is the L&B. And that is the night that they tap into some fetish. It's for swingers at the kink community. They're just opening up. It's where they all kind of come together and give you a glimpse into that kink world. Right. That brings me to the next point, how different the scene was at the Fetish Ball, which is a public theater of sorts here, mm -hmm. compared to our LNB at our club, which is a 
private club and the rules around nudity and what can be done are a little bit different. What I've seen at our L&B nights at the club have typically included a completely nude person and have included, I think, a little more extreme actions. Like there's some flogging, there's other types of sadomasochism type parts of BDSM. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just because it's allowed in that atmosphere versus in the public where you can't really get away with as much of that stuff. I will say that this event was infinitely more toned down than the one that I went to 20 years ago. And in reference to that, as I was talking to Tommy in our conversation, he did let me know that while they did do those piercing and suspension type things in the past, those have been long gone because they were becoming a high risk Mm -hmm. and they no longer do that type of thing at our events. I don't know if other fetish balls might include that stuff. But speaking of Tommy, when you texted him a few weeks ago, you had asked him if he was going to be going to this fetish ball and he said he believed so. And you said, would you be interested in roping me a shirt or dress? He said, fuck yes, I have rope already set up for your corset. And you said, can you do it at the apartment? And he said, yes, I've been planning this for three years. No creepiness intended. (laughs) Okay, maybe a little creepiness intended. He was just very, very excited to be able to work with you again. Again, I have enjoyed every single time that Tommy has tied me up. And this was the first time he had tied me for this purpose without having a bondage component to it of ending with the forced orgasm or anything else. It was literally just putting ropes on my body to make a pretty outfit. (laughs) I don't want to say as enjoyable. Did you still find it enjoyable? Or does the forced orgasm really add to the component of your enjoyment of the uh, effort? I mean, if given the choice, I probably would go with the <laughs> like, forced like orgasm. Like I said, not however. as enjoyable. <laughs> I can't compare it. It's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. So I, it's hard to say, like, this is better, this is worse. They're just two totally different things. Honestly, the biggest component here, and I'll probably say it a million times, but it was just the standing in front of a lot of people to have it done. Now, had I stood in front of nobody and he, it was just me and Tommy in the room and he just tied me up and I had left, I don't know if I would have been as confident leaving for the fetish ball having worn that because initially when he told me that he wanted to do the gunslinger tie, it would mean that I couldn't wear pants mm-hmm. or a skirt or anything on my bottom half and he recommended a thong for purposes of using the bathroom. <laughs> on initial discussions of that, I was like, absolutely not. I cannot not wear pants. First of all, it's cold outside. Second of all, I just, no, there's no way. So I was really against it. When he sent that message, I said, hey, when I pictured this, it was a top. If you want to wear pants, by all means, whatever you're comfortable in, you're already walking around with your tits out. I fully respect whatever choice you have there. You sent him a message saying, can we kind of work with just pants instead? And he said, yeah, but it'd be cooler if you didn't. Right. (laughs) But he'll make it work. And I'm just saying in my professional opinion, opinion that booties should be presented. But if you want to ignore professional advice, it's your call. <laughs> when we got back from dinner and I was thinking about how I was going to be tied, I kind of came into my head with, okay, we had just sat at dinner. Tommy told me all about the fetish balls he had been to in the past and kind of what I should expect. I kind of just was like, oh, you know what? I should probably listen to him. He's been to enough mm-hmm. of these. He knows what's appropriate and what's not. He's not going to send me into that room wearing something that would be completely out of the realm of things that people are wearing, right? You brought two pairs of pants, two skirts, and two thongs. 
And when you went to go get undressed to do, well, I guess technically you got undressed here and wear mm-hmm. your, the panties that you had worn. It was, no, I'll just go get a thong. There was no hesitation in you at all at that point. I didn't know the conversation at dinner between you guys. So that's good that he spent that time to calm you down and well, walk did, you through it. I wasn't asking him about what to wear. It was just that he spent the time telling me what to expect to see. Mm-hmm. And as I'm talking to him and I'm listening to his explanation of the event, I'm like, you know, why am I so in my head about this? He clearly is the one with the knowledge. So yep. why would I not trust him? And then as he was tying me, he even said that we could change it. As he was doing the gunslinger tie, he said, we can take it out and change it if you don't like it. I was still a little bit in my head, but the thing that made me push forward was the fact that all these people were watching me and maybe it was a little like peer pressure or you know I don't want to go back now or have people think that I'm backing out maybe it was a little bit of that but ultimately it worked in my benefit because it kind of got me over that hump of yeah I can wear this yes I can walk around like mm-hmm. this which was not my initial feeling right. And I will say after spending a little bit of time there, I think you would have been like, oh, yeah, I probably could have done just a thong. And I know Bex had worn pants and a crop top and she felt overdressed. Yeah. So let's dig into Court and her interest in the B of the BDSM. Yes. So she actually said this at dinner and I thought that was interesting. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of more of a B and D of the BDSM, but not the SM. Actually, we were talking about Bex, but we'll get into that story in just a little bit. Oh. But I don't really like the painful aspect of it. But then we started talking about pleasure doms. And I do like the idea of a pleasure dom. And I definitely like the bondage part of the bondage and dominance. So I'm more of a and d Okay. <laughs> but not an S&M. <laughs> All right. And I totally agree with that. I, I don't see you liking any of the pain. Maybe some spanking here and there, yeah, but not... right. An occasional good smack on the mm-hmm. ass with a little sting to it, and then no more. <laughs> right. Tommy was busting his ass. Oh my gosh. I actually felt bad for him. I wanted him to stop and drink some water at a couple points, and he had asked his wife to go and grab him a towel, which we instructed there were we had in the bedroom, and she went and got one. Legitimately swept sweat dripping down his face as he because he was on his knees crawling around me you know having to get his face rope right past your tits oh sorry yeah was very <laughs> horrible view very, very terrible <laughs> position for him while he was doing that you had mentioned a few minutes ago that he was forcefully moving you around and every time he does that he does that by grabbing a thick portion of the rope and swinging you in a direction mm-hmm the people on the couch watching this were noticing it and noticing a look of pleasure on your face each time you were moved in a manner of such. It's just funny when he's doing it. He's actually doing it to secure the ropes is mm-hmm. my impression, at least to just to make sure that they're really they're in a good snug position and that you can actually physically move me with the ropes but it always would throw me off because he would swing me one way or swing me the other and I wasn't always prepared for it so I think I was mostly smiling just because I felt like goofy that he could fling me from one angle to the next and I was not prepared 
I'll take it. Listening back to your conversations, both Kurt and Mike had expressed interest in learning ropes. But actually at dinner, Kurt was talking to me about having used the mannequin as his test dummy for him to learn some of the rope ties. And then on the way back from dinner, Mike started telling me about how he's very interested in the rope tying. So it was kind of nice to have two people sitting on the couch watching, knowing that they were actually taking mental notes as they were watching as well. I can tell you right now, the vast majority of the people that were here knew and were very excited to watch you get tied. Mm -hmm. Honestly, for some, they felt that was going to be the highlight of the evening. Spoiler alert in the next episode. It's a very good primer, but not the highlight. (laughs) What was it like having all those eyes on you doing that embarrassed nude female moment, as I call it. What's it like being on that end? And I really hadn't thought about it at the club when Tommy ties you Mm -hmm. of being nude because walking through the club on a love and bondage night, 90% of the women are topless or completely nude in some form. So it's not like you're the only naked one in the room. Mm -hmm. But this time you, one person naked, 18 others not and watching you. It's A different experience at the club for me because I don't necessarily know a good portion of the people who are watching. So even though, yes, I'm naked, yes, it's a large group of people watching me, it's a different space to be in because it's like, I don't know who these people are. And if I ever see them again, I won't know that they saw me naked because I won't remember. You know, it's not like I'm going to put all their faces into my memory of you've seen me naked and you've seen me get a forced orgasm. And that's weird. Being here in the apartment, it was a much more intimate space with all of these people we are either friends with or people that we are becoming friends with. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? These are people we know and I for sure want to hang out with again. So having this experience in front of them was very different in my opinion than when I am at the club. It sounds more challenging. It was way more challenging, which is why I was very nervous going into it. If I had told you, hey, getting naked in front of a room full of people you don't know of 120 people, 300 people, whatever, would be much easier for you to do than a room of 18 people you do know. I mean, once I've made that a lot of which you've had sex with even. (laughs) (laughs) But once I've made my mind up to get naked, that's when the headspace goes in, right? That's when I have to be like, okay, I'm making this decision. I'm taking off my clothes. And so from that point on, it's very similar experience. But I think the lead up is different because here I'm standing having a normal conversation with Nick and, you know, over there. And and all of a sudden I have to go stand in front of everybody and take my clothes off. Whereas at the club, you know, sure, we're standing there having a normal conversation, but it's now my turn to go up. I've been in line, you know, here. It's just a different, it's very different. It still amazes me, but it's your head. So I've said it in the past and I'll say it again. One of the benefits of having been in the lifestyle is exploring things that I might not have had the chance to outside of the lifestyle. In my case, the ropes I always enjoyed the thought of it, but I was never going to step out of my own comfort zone in a vanilla relationship and say, hey, let's try rope tying and let's tie me up. Because even honestly, after I had been tied up by Tommy the first time, you got really intrigued with the idea, looked up several different ties, and we tried it at home and it was not the same. And and that's where it comes down to the tied up for orgasm versus a sexy shibari tie that you're like, 
All right, cool. Let's take a picture and sing. Now we take it off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because of that, I really give all the credit to having been in the lifestyle to open me up to the idea of even being able to try this. Because there are still things that I haven't even attempted to try, even on like the love and bondage nights when you can kind of dabble. And who knows, I might like all of those things. Mm-hmm. I might like more things, but I just haven't gotten to that point where right. I want to try it or I think about it. But I know I have the opportunity to try it and say, yeah, I like that. Or no, not once is enough. I'm good. There are some things that now that you mentioned it, I would love it if you tried and I would love to see you try it. There are even some things that I'm like, I'm slightly curious, Mm -hmm. but I see you trying them well before I would. But (laughs) what do I know? Bex talks about her relationship being the type that they like the things that how did she put it she's like our level of enjoyment starts where everyone else stops like when we're pushing our boundaries that's where they're, they're just getting, just getting started yep. and this was very true because the first night and we didn't meet her but we had seen her at the club and she was on a saint andrew's cross and she was getting flogged with a belt they were not going easy on her i'll no, put it, it that way the crack was echoing through the halls and each time it happened the hair on the back of my neck stood up and it was at that moment that i was like very intimidated by her i don't think i could do that i don't know if i could get in that kind of space in my head to just be there i mean i flinched every single time they pulled back on the belt her whole body stayed completely relaxed i was like how do you not you know it's coming how Mm -hmm. do you not flinch yep (laughs) again these are the things we learn we like and what we don't like. And for them, that's really awesome that they found a space in which they can enjoy what they enjoy. Absolutely. But this was the first time we got to meet Bex in person, obviously, other other than having seen her on the cross. So I was very intimidated from the moment she came in and introduced herself. She is very sweet, mm-hmm. a very nice person. And it was such a change. Like, I don't know, just such a contrast to what I thought she would be. When we mentioned to Nick and Elizabeth that she was the one on the cross, they were like, wait, no, no, uh-uh, no. Yeah. Nick jumped in. And started talking about how he felt too vanilla sitting next to Bex. And I can totally understand that because, again, she's mm-hmm. an intimidating person. It was very cute her, the way he was just in her own he, he wanted it so bad, but was like, but I'm so scared. <laughs> and I will say that having talked about all of this stuff, the St. Andrew's Cross and being spanked and even going to a fetish ball and all of these things, it makes me realize that Even though I do like to push my boundaries and I've found ways to push my boundaries within the lifestyle, I have found that I just really enjoy good sex also. So, I mean, it doesn't even have to push any boundaries. Nobody has to spank me. Nobody has to choke me. There doesn't have to be some crazy component to it, right? I can have just really great sex and walk away and be like, that was great. Mm -hmm. Just that moment where somebody shows you how much they want you and how eager they are to be with you. Or it's just really good. Like I have had different orgasms in our different experiences. Like some orgasms have been quick to come on and quick to go and they're great. And then I've had some that just build and build and build and it's like a big release and that's really great. I've had multiple orgasms in one exchange, you know, but it's never exactly the same. We go into these different sexual exchanges. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what kind of orgasm. 
orgasm I'm going to have. I don't even know if I will orgasm. Sometimes I don't, and that's great too. And I enjoy taking that kind of pent-up energy home to you and releasing there. But I don't mind that. <laughs> but it always, I mean, I guess I just wanted to kind of clarify too that we don't need to have a bunch of stuff either. Like it doesn't have to have some sort of crazy component to it. Right. It can just be sex and good sex and great sex. I agree. When Tommy told me about the gunslinger tie i understood what he meant by the gunslinger tie because there's like some ropes that went down my thigh and then on my upper thigh he had the rope wrapped around looking like a A little holster a little holster and he did it on both sides and once i had them both done i really felt like a cowboy (laughs) and most people were saying something about me doing the finger guns doing finger guns yes (laughs) and i just couldn't help it it was like the natural tendency so i just thought it was really funny because and several people had mentioned the finger guns so i just wanted to explain my finger guns and for those of you who can't picture what this looks like just a reminder there are pictures on our instagram and our twitter showing off this amazing tie be sure to check those out and while you're there go ahead and click those links to vote thank you very much thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie we hope this brought you some midweek excitement If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.